It's great to be here with you today on our podcast, His Heartbeat, a ministry of Crown of Beauty International, where your questions about life's challenges are explored through God's Word so He can renew and restore us in the truth of His love. His Heartbeat for you. Let's get started. Here's our host and good friend, Sue Coral. Hello, everybody. I want to say good morning. Welcome to His Heartbeat. And it's my morning. I don't know what it is in your time, but I hope that it's a good time. And if not, you're going to be glad that you're listening because, boy, we're going to have fun today. I have brought on a wonderful guest, Jackie Wilson. And we were just talking. I'm like, wow, the Lord is going to take this in some interesting ways, I think. How are you doing, Jackie? I'm doing well, Sue. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show and have an opportunity to speak to your audience. Sure thing. Well, there's a lot we could talk about, but we've kind of decided to, Jackie's going to share some of her story, but I'm going to do a two-parter here. I think uh, two-part, two different speakers, you this week, another gal next week, and open our minds a little bit about how different ways that God can speak to us. And we all know, I think across the board, go to any church and they're going to say, God speaks to us through his word. And that is the primary way. And we really need to dig into the word, don't we, Jackie, so that when somebody else gives us advice, we can compare that to scripture and go, uh, you know, or you hear a speaker, or your pastor, or, or some of the things we're going to talk about today is listening to the voice of God. But we need to always be rooted in the word so that we know it's not the enemy or, or yeah. false teaching coming at us. Would you agree with that, Jackie? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You have to be in your word. Me personally, I have devotional time every morning with the Lord yeah. because, first of all, my day cannot go right <laughs> until Amen. I have that time with God so that I can be in his spirit and ready to do the work that he's calling me to do for today. Yeah, that's the truth. And I was coming, I'm getting back into the book of Acts, and I came just to chapter two, not even too far into it, where Peter's talking to the crowd. So this is like new, right? The church is just being launched, basically. And in his speech, he says, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. And I don't think it's limited like, oh, that means young people prophesy, young men with visions, old men with dreams. You know, no, it's he's just talking about everybody, basically, that as the spirit of God comes on us, we're going to see even more and more. There's other scriptures talk about end times and you know, some people say we're in it or we're almost in it or whatever, but we know we're moving in that direction. <laughs> hey, Jackie, that's for sure. And so it has this, this prophesy visions, dreams. I want to camp out a bit on the visions and dreams this week, a little bit about hearing the voice of God and visions. And next week, a sister who has had those dreams and, and visions and it brought her to the Lord. And I found, I guess I became more aware besides reading books, but when I started going to Lebanon and helping Syrian refugees, it just seriously, every single person I talked to 
had some kind of dream or vision, even when they weren't a Christian yet, that then ended up like saving their life from getting away before they their family was blown up or to coming to know Christ and realizing that they were going down a wrong path. So, Jackie, maybe you could share a little bit of your journey of hearing the voice of God. What does that mean and how does he speak to you outside of the word of God, which we know, again, we said is the most important place. But how else does he speak to you? I would agree with you when you stated that God, when God is speaking, he has no age limit. The first time I know that I felt God speaking to me audibly and, and telling me the direction of my life, I was 12 years old. Oh, wow. And I was in, in that moment, I was in a very difficult time of my life trying to survive severe abuse. And I remember not wanting to be here anymore. And I remember God specifically saying to me, if you don't save them, who will? And I was thinking, Okay. And I didn't fully understand at the time what he was speaking of. But when he spoke to me, I knew that I had a purpose and I needed to be around to continue and what he was trying to birth through me. And I fast forward several years later and I am in my professional career as an attorney. And I had been praying about a raise. I wanted to go further in my career. And God had just blessed me with the raise that I wanted. Mm. And I was so excited and so happy. I was like, yes, now I can do this. I can. I was thinking about all the things that I could do with this money. But not long after that, I started getting questions. I had written a book at his direction for children. And one of the things that the publishing company I was working with at the time was asking me is, would you be willing to go out? and do a book tour tell people more about your book and I was saying oh yeah 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 now this is me somehow I'm already working maybe up to 60 hours a week but I was Mm -hmm. saying yeah kind of just saying it but not really committing to it but for several weeks those types of messages were coming to me would you be willing to go and do this and I was like oh yeah 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 But the time came when I was at work one day and one of the supporting staff members, she just looked at me and she said, I don't even know why you're here. She said, there is so much more that you could be doing. You have so much much talent. You have so many abilities. Like, why are you here in this job? Like, it's almost like it's a waste. And when she said that, it was like a light bulb came on. Literally, I knew I felt the presence of God and it was like, I knew he was saying to me, I want you to leave this job. And I was thinking. That's so cool. It brings up a point. I've had that experience too, Jackie, where, you know, somebody speaks to you, they say something and you're thinking like, really? (laughs) I don't know. Or you kind of know right away, like, "Eh, it's kind of off, but I'm not going to say it, whatever. Somebody else says something and you're going, wow, that's really good counsel. Let me go pray about that. You know, and you, you have a sense that, that that was good. Yeah, that's helpful. And, but then you have these times in your life where, where you've been praying about something, you know, you're you're seeking God or or whatever. God's kind of shaking you up in your case. And then and then 
somebody says something like that to you and you just go, you know, you know, in your spirit that God is speaking through them, right? Yeah. You can't really explain it, can you? But it's like, it feels different, right? As if the God himself just spoke that. Did you feel that kind of? Oh, yeah. I knew knew it was God speaking to me. I think I had been trying to push off that he was speaking to me because I wanted to go a specific direction in my life. But I was already, honestly, in my heart, kind of wanting away from that direction because of some things that I was seeing. I was thinking, I don't know if that would be this right fit for me. And my goal was to be able to help people. Even in my profession at the time, I wanted to be able to help people move forward in their life. Mm. So I absolutely knew that God was speaking to me. And then after that, it was panic because I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I? Are you seriously asking me to leave my job? What am I going to do? You're giving up your salary, right? Right. And you're all that you worked for in a way. I'm sure yeah. you have a lot of schooling for that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking, I said, this is going to be a struggle. Like I knew it was going to be hard to do it. And so every excuse I came up with about why I shouldn't leave. And, and that was dealing with financial aspects of it. Mm. God was saying to me, or, or he sent people to me to combat what I was saying. And mm. so I am asthmatic. I have very severe asthma. Mm. And I was thinking, God, you know, I'm under specialist care. My pulmonologist, how, how am I going to be able to afford him? Mm. My pulmonologist is not even safe. And I, was, I remember going to uh, for an appointment and I was sent to him. I said, yeah, I'm thinking about leaving my job, but I'm really concerned about my insurance. He says, oh, no worries. I'll just check on you at home. I'll call oh, you. I'll t- and I was like, Are wait, you wait, 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 what was that? Sorry. I'll, I'll, I will do, I will check on you at home. No worries. I like got free. you. Like free. Like, yeah. And so, and wow. he actually followed up on his word. I remember I was so sick and I was like at home. I was like, I don't know what to do. And this is after I had left my job and he literally called me at home he did a house call and I was like doctors don't even do that anymore and he made sure I was taken care of but that was God showing me I told you I was going to take care of it and it has not been an easy road but I will definitely say that every experience that I have had it has been important and building my faith making me stronger the number of connections that I've made as a result, the number of lives I've been able to touch as a result, I would not never have been able to do that in the position that I was in previously. So I know it was God in the whole process and, and continuing to help me in the process as I move forward in life and move in what he has called me to move in. So you really had to step out in your faith. But oh, when you yeah. get asked to do something like that, Oh, man, you see, like when Jesus told the disciples, follow me, the scripture says they just literally left the boats and started walking with them or left their tax collector job or whatever, which is kind of amazing because they didn't even say, you know, well, one of them said, let me get such and such an order at home. And and he told him, no, come, <laughs> you yeah. know, but. 
I, it's pretty impressive. I'm impressed by that because usually we're like, are you sure, God? Wait, let me have some confirmation. But at the same time, I want to say that's okay too. You know, that we see that with Gideon. I mean, he, he wanted lots of different confirmation and he wanted kind of <laughs> miraculous confirmation, you know, yeah. make here, make this, uh, this, what would you call it? Rug wet. And then, oh, make it dry and everything else wet, you know, kind of like that. And, and God was patient. He was very patient. And then we see Moses who God told him to set the people free to go and speak to Pharaoh and all that. And, he balked. He's like, you know, I can't do that. You know, I'm slow of speech and I need some, I need, I need my Aaron to come with me. And, and God was a little upset at him. You know, he's like, Hey, I made your mouth. <laughs> you can use it. But in the end, he let Aaron go with him, you know? And so I see the patience of the Lord. So you took a big step there. Now, when that person spoke to you, you said already God was stirring in you, right? And then this person spoke to you. Yeah. Was there any other ways that God used to to get you to, I mean, literally go in there and quit your job and start this other? <laughs> well, it took about about a month for me to go through the whole process to prepare to leave. But I knew for me that. If I did not leave when he was telling me to leave, that I would not do it. And so I just told, I just start telling people I'm leaving. I'm leaving at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. I just start telling them that. And I got a lot of flack and people were like, are you crazy? I, even when I was walking out the door, carrying my box to my car, Mm. people were asking me, are you sure? And I was like, I'm sure. And I, and I, like I said, I knew I would have hardships bef- before me, but at the same time, God kept saying, I'm going to be with you through it all. And so uh, tell my me family- about that. What, what does that look like? Because there's lots of people and my husband's one, like God really uses the word to speak to him, sometimes people, but yeah, how. When you say I knew God was telling me, I knew he went, how did how did you know? What when you say you heard the voice of God, what does that mean? I believe it's when the Holy Spirit is speaking to you. And so are you, you just, hearing of are you hearing noise? You, it's not necessarily I know the answer a voice. To this, but it's, <laughs> but it is it's as my Sunday school's teacher said, you know when you know when you know. It is so, and because I I was in the word and I continue to be in the word daily, Mm -hmm. I know when God is speaking to me. And then it shows in the fruits of my labor Mm -hmm. when I listen to God, because I know it is, it's panning out. Like he says, when he's saying something to me and he said, this is going to happen. This is what I need you to do. It's exactly as he has said. And so that gives me reassurance every time I have an experience like that, at that confirmation, so to speak, it strengthens my faith in mm. God mm. and allows me to continue moving forward. And so I would say to the person who is having questions, who's having d- doubts, definitely be in your word and then just start walking in what you're hearing God say. He will confirm whether or not it is him. 
And just know that he is not a God of confusion. So if it's causing confusion, then you know that's not of him. And just knowing the scriptures and knowing how he operates as God will manifest itself in your life. Yeah. And we have to, something I have to always check is what's his timing. Oh, because, yeah. You know, well, I'll share that. But first I'll say too, when God speaks to you, it's his spirit speaking to your spirit. Yeah. So sometimes it's just almost a feeling, I guess we could explain it as. Other times it'll be a thought. Like I'll be walking along praying about something and then boom, this thought comes into my head. And it and I know it's not for me because it's not even something I'm thinking about. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I yeah. need to come up with that. And or yeah, you know, just very, very unexpected, then you you know as well, you know, but then it is good to just continue to pray about it because timing is an issue. And sometimes God will tell me something, but it may not happen for a year. It's or like even just, longer. Or longer, because he's just preparing you for what's to come in other words so that you'll be prepared you know so I think that's important because sometimes we sense God like you is telling you to leave your job and you and sometimes he'll tell you to do what and sometimes you won't so that's interesting too <laughs> like Abraham I want you to move well where are we going you'll find out <laughs> just start walking pack up your family like, okay, <laughs> right? But it's important because otherwise you can you can just jump into it and it wasn't God's timing. And yeah. you're either you're not prepared, your family's not prepared, other people aren't prepared, so it's important. Yeah, and, and just to speak to timing, I when I started working in the children's ministry, my ministry is called Christian Children's Empowerment. That's the name he gave me for it. Say it again, Christian. Christian Children's Empowerment, or CCE oh, as okay. we call it, Christian Children's Empowerment. When I started doing certain work and I had the opportunity to remotely work with some children in Nakuru, Kenya, and the Gyato area in combination with a couple of different other programs who were trying to teach orphan children English so that they can at least provide a way to support themselves. There was a lot of drugs in the area, drug lords. Mm -hmm. Where they lived was like a trash dump site. So a lot of the kids were going into the trash, getting food out, cutting themselves up because it's trash. So they're getting sick. They didn't have proper care. So in doing that work, God invited me into that because some people saw some of the teachers that were teaching in that program saw what it was that I was doing and giving away free online Bible study classes for children, just uh, Bible study lessons, anybody who needed it, I was just giving away um, around the world. So in that and working with those children and just learning about the impact we were having, I was like, God, there has to be more that we can do. And then the concept of building an online school came to me. and. I was like, okay, that sounds great. But God said, go ahead and design the logo, pull the name together, but don't launch it yet. And I was like, okay. 
You don't want me. Uh, you're giving me all this stuff, but you don't want me to do it yet. And so I did the part he told me and then I waited. Then last year. And so that was that was several years ago, probably at least it was way before the pandemic. Last year, I meet somebody who says, man, that's a great vision you have you know, why haven't you done it yet? And I was like, I was thinking, well, I was waiting, but I didn't know quite how to pull the story together. And I didn't realize there was some other information that I needed to create the full form of what this online school would be. So when I connected with that particular individual, they helped me start setting the vision out in the way that it needed to be set out. And then I had an opportunity to do further research talking to people about educational needs, talking to parents, talking to students, talking to teachers, talking to people on all all sides of education to be able to formulate this school in the way that it truly would serve the world as a whole. Mm -hmm. And now we are going into the process of fully launching it. Just now Mm -hmm. we are putting the classes together. And I needed to have support from other people. We're pulling teachers from around the world to be a part of the vision. But I needed to be able to see the full vision before I invited other people to be a part of it. And that's why God wanted me to work. And then over this last month, especially, he's been saying it's time to work on the school. And so now I'm working on the school. And But this has been something that has been in the works, oh, my gosh, for several years. Just Mm -hmm. I I got that logo together. I got the name together, Mm -hmm. but I didn't work on any classes. I didn't work on inviting people to be a part of the vision. It was a matter of it was a lot of research in between. And some of it was just telling people, hey, I'm going to build a school. We're going to build an online school as a part of the ministry so that we can fill in the gaps of those needs that we're seeing. Mm -hmm. And now it is happening. So sometimes when God is telling us to wait and I, sometimes I don't feel like I'm as patient as I should be. It's because he's trying to create greater. And when I think about Moses, going back to your example of Moses, you know, it was for him to defend his people. It was for him to eventually lead them, but he killed that, killed that Egyptian out of time. That wasn't part of what God wanted him to do. It was too early to go into the fight. He needed to position Moses. He needed to show him how to be a leader first. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things that God has been teaching me, showing me how to approach situations. That education part of it is important so that you are fully prepared Mm -hmm. as you launch into what it is that he is calling you to do. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, I really am hearing how, when we're talking about hearing the voice of God or visions or dreams that it propels us in our faith. Oh yeah. But at the same time, if we don't continue to wait on the Lord and that means really praying a lot, praying, 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 bringing others in to pray with us, Mm -hmm. bringing others in to seek their counsel looking at the word, asking God to confirm things through the word, and then equipping and preparing for that. I mean, you got, you've really done that. You've really done the work. 
And I can see that that's so critical. But as a result, then we grow in our faith, right? We get stronger and then we can do even more because we're able to trust God for even greater things. Yeah. And I, I would say when he asked me to leave my job and go into youth ministry, I was thinking, oh, wow, this is going to be the pinnacle of who God wants me to become. But what I'm realizing is I'm just really at the beginning because mm-hmm. and going to youth ministry, taking that leap of faith, he's led me to other things. So I have a podcast, uh, Christian Writing and Speaking, CWS. And now I have a coaching program, the Get Hurt coaching program. But if I had not been in a position where I was listening to God from the, that very beginning part, I would have never been where I am today. Right. So it is so important that we are staying connected to God's word, praying, seeking him, asking him what it is that he wants us to do. Having that conversation with him. Like I read a couple of different devotionals um, first thing in the morning. But even before that, God wakes me up usually around three or four o'clock in the morning. And he's having a conversation. We're having a conversation about where whatever problems or whatever issues I'm facing and how to address it. Or God is specifically saying, I need you to call this person and I need you to say this. And I'm now sometimes it can be feel scary because I'm like, uh, are you sure about that guy? Yeah. I don't feel comfortable with that. But it's all a part of the process. And the more you are obedient and what he is asking you to do, that will build your faith because you will be able to see his will being manifested, not only in your life, but also other people's lives. And then I will say this final part to that. I have a friend of mine who's in the corporate world. And I remember him saying to me one day, he said, you just don't know what your act of leaving your job did for me. He said it was so brave and so courageous. But for me, I didn't think people were even looking at me. I didn't think I heard so much negativity about, are you crazy for leaving your job? What is wrong with you? And I will respond to people, people of faith. I would say to them, when God asks you to move, you have to move. And their only response would be, you're right. But there are people who are watching you. Seeing if you are truly living what you say you're living. And as they're watching you, it strengthens their faith. So some, hey, if you're out there and you're questioning, you know, whether or not you should do something because you're hearing God's voice, I say, do it. You don't know the impact that it would have on other people's lives. And to even think about those children, uh, because I was doing what God said and those people connected with me. And then I was able to influence those children, those children who were learning under us in that program, they were not keeping what they were learning to themselves. A little boy named Brian wrote back and said, you're not only helping us, you're helping the whole village. So Mm -hmm. what we were giving to them, they were taking it back to the villages and sharing it with those people. That blew my mind. And that's when I knew Okay, God, this is so (laughs) much bigger than me. One little act of saying, yes, we will be there to help you. And then they take it and they run with it and go help other people. 
Someone said you may not be the one to influence millions, but you may be the one to influence the one who influences millions. And that is what I see in action with what we do. Amen. Yeah, I have the same kind of experience, Jackie. And it all starts with taking that big step of faith when you hear the voice of God to respond and say yes. Yeah. And, you know, it, it it's not easy, you know, but no. <laughs> when we do, God blesses it. And and what I'm hearing you say too, and what I've experienced is he multiplies it. Yeah. So, you know, before I was helping people one-on-one, -on -one, and that was exciting and great and lots of people. But now I go and it's I'm helping either group big groups who are all helping individuals or I'm helping a, a a leader who is the type who's helping big groups, right? So like in Bangladesh, I get these pictures practically every day of churches being raised up. So as I train this one man, he's out there training these other men who are out there <laughs> going into villages and starting whole new movements of God. So that's exciting. So I'm hearing you talk a lot about vision, God giving you a vision. Sometimes that vision is more, what should I say, visible. You know what I'm saying? Like you've talked about seeing a, a light, you know, um, maybe you could, we don't have a lot of time, but could you just briefly share, you told me earlier about that. What was this light of God that you saw once and what was going on? Sometimes you know in your spirit that God is speaking to you. And then sometimes he gives you these visible signs. Mm -hmm. And one of the very visible signs that I've seen is angels. And when I say angels, I know that they're angels. It appears as a circle of light. And some people may say, oh, that sounds crazy. But one day I was on my way to work. And this is when I was still an attorney. And Right before I got ready to leave, I see this huge circle of light just appear in my house. And without me even questioning or doubting, I said, why are you here? And I knew it was sent from God. I knew that the, it was an angel. And probably not 10 minutes later, after I had gotten in the car, I was in a really bad car accident. My car had flipped over. I don't remember what exactly happened. I just know there was a lot of rain and someone behind me saw what was happening, but I don't remember exactly what was happening. And then I knew the answer was they were there to protect me. They knew what was coming. Mm -hmm. I didn't do anything wrong. It's just that was what the circumstances were. People can say, oh, the enemy was trying to take you out. And the enemy will try to take you out in many different ways. I, I've been in an accident where I actually went off a ravine wow. and my car was caught and held up by a tree stump that somebody had cut down. I was hanging upside down. I would have to talk about that a whole nother day. But God, <laughs> I know that God has continued to protect me. And I know that my protection is so that I can continue and the work that he has called me to do. So God is there for you if you're open to singing and receiving. 
And just being at one with him, you will have these experiences and they will be just wonderful experiences, comfortable experiences. And it's just reassuring knowing that he's there for you. Yeah, for me in major times in my life, often when I'm about to lose somebody important or I have lost somebody, God gives me a vision and what it's almost like a uh, a video before your eyes, but it's not outside. It's almost yeah. like blocking you from seeing other things. You just see that. I don't know if it's your mind's eye. I'm not really sure, but I'll suddenly see this video. One time, the first one I ever had was I had just gone to the mission field. And I hadn't been there all that long, and I really wasn't a very mature Christian yet. Mature mm-hmm. enough to to be accepted in this mission, but not experienced. I was young. I was 23. I'd only really been walking with the Lord for two years, two, three years. And uh, I was having a rough time and started to feel like I wasn't good enough to be a missionary. Mm. And so I need to, I need to quit. I, and I, it was hard, you know, cause I'm definitely not a quitter. <laughs> mm. And, but I was so getting so down and, and really the enemy is speaking lies. Like you, you aren't good enough to be a missionary. Look at all the bad things you've done in your past. And it was past, but it wasn't that far behind me. And so. I really started to feel like I'm going to quit and I decided this is it. I'm just going to do this last activity. The girls I was discipling had invited me to the movies that night. And then I'm going to announce I'm quitting and leave. Well, I went to this movie. It turned out to be Johnny, the movie of Johnny, J-O-N-I. And there's this point where she says, this, this military guy asks her, Vietnam vet, I think, aren't you angry at God that you're in that chair for your life? And she says, I'd rather be in this chair the rest of my life knowing God than not knowing him. Mm. And instantly I have this, it's like a slideshow, like the old fashioned slideshows, just going boom, 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 all these slides of my life just literally just flashing before my eyes i couldn't even see the movie i couldn't see anything all i could see is this these highlight pictures of my christian life even though it hadn't been but four years at that point i could see all these beautiful moments that i'd had in fellowship or with god and and I just heard crying. And then I don't know how long it lasted. It felt like a long time, but then it was over. And I said to God, I, I'm not going to leave. I, I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And yeah, I, I want to serve you. And so, and then the incredible things continued in that next week, just so many ways that he began to speak to me. And that's when I began to see that God, he's, He's supernatural. You know, he's beyond this world and we shouldn't limit him. He gave me a vision then of a box. I just saw this box in front of me, large box. And he said, your whole faith is contained in this box. All your rules are what it looks like. 
And I'm just going to blow that open. And the, <laughs> the top just blew open and out came this light, the spirit of God. And, and he's like, please, you need to trust me for so much more. And he said, read the book of Acts and know that everything you, you read in there, I can I can do today and I yeah. will do even through you. And so I read it instead of as a history book, like I was taught, but as more, I just could see the work of the spirit and invited the Holy Spirit to do all those crazy things through me if he wanted. So, yeah, I guess we're running out of time, but this is just beginning. I hope that on this show, we'll just this week, next week, we'll, we will really take that to heart and think, do I just have God in a box? Because God is so much greater. You can't put God in a book on theology. I love theology books and I have them. I like to read them, but I read them with like, okay, this is this is showing me a piece of God, <laughs> but there's so much more. And maybe there's so much more that he wants for you listening that he wants to do in your life, with your life and through your life. Yeah. Don't limit him because if you're limiting him because of you're not feeling good about who you are, please listen to more of our podcasts. Go back and see. We have several about like triggering past wounds and believing lies about yourself. And if that's what's holding you back, if it's just that you've been taught a certain way and this is what God is. Hey, say, God, I want more of you. Show me more of you. and. Give me new eyes when I read the word to understand you more deeply. And, and then, God, if you want to speak to me, speak to me and protect me so I won't hear the enemy. I'll just hear you. Yeah. And if somebody says something to you that sounds kind of wild and crazy, you just say, God, is this from you? And seek him, seek his word. So this is great, Jackie. Thank you so much. This has been fun. And I'm so grateful for all that you're doing. So you have a podcast called Christian Writing and Speaking or CWS. You can find us on all our social media channels at the CWS pod. Great. And you have a book or books out there? Uh, Yes, I do have several books. Just go to Amazon and look up Jackie Wilson, J.C. Q-U-I-W-I-L-S-O-N. I have children's books as well as uh, books for adults. That's awesome. Yeah, so know, guys, that Jackie is a little different spelling. It's more like French, I guess, but J-A-C-Q-U-I. <laughs> and then you'll find her. And you have a website? Yes, I do have several websites. Right now, you can get me at the getherecoach.com. And that can start your journey into exploring who I am and what I'm trying to do for people. Okay, we'll put all that in our show notes so y'all can look at that. And thank you so much, Jackie. Is there any final thing that you'd like to share with us? Trust God. Trust God. He has great things for your life, no matter what you've gone through, what hardship you have experienced. God is going to use that to change other people's lives. So stick in there, stick to it, stay in there. Don't give up. God can use you and will take you to another level if you allow him to. 
Amen, sister. That's great. All right, y'all have a great week and take some time with Lord with the Lord. Say, hey, how do you want me to be stepping out in faith? Yeah. All right. God bless y'all. Thank you for being a part of our community and tuning in. We would love to hear from you. Submit your own questions or comment on today's episode on the Crown of Beauty International Facebook group or email us at International at gmail.com. Push that subscribe button and leave us a review. Come back next Thursday as we go deeper into his heartbeat.